Hi, this is Wayne Brown from Life Back on Track. Welcome to the latest episode. In this episode, I want to talk to the people of my listeners that are parents. Now, I don't know where you are in your parenting journey or anything like that. I do know that with my own parenting, my boys are approaching 30, so my younger parenting years are well behind me now. However, I do remember one thing very vividly, and it's something that I witness with a lot of other people and their parenting, and that is when kids push your buttons. And we have those moments where our kids get a little bit sassy and they don't want to do things, so they don't want to pick up their clothes or they might not want to do a chore that we ask them to or we'll ask them to be home by a certain time when they're visiting their friends and they'll get all argumentative. And we have these times where it's like they're trying to push our buttons. It's like they're trying to get a response out of us. It's like they're trying to see if they can get us to snap. And it's funny because as a parent... You just wonder, why are you doing this? What pleasure must you be deriving from this that you feel the need to be doing this on such a regular basis? And I did wonder this a little bit when I was first parenting, so when my boys were little, but then I had some realizations about why they do it. You see, I was in the midst of reading a lot of books and doing all sorts of study on parenting so that I could get a grasp of it because I was a part-time father thanks to my uh, first wife leaving so I had to really maximize my efforts so I didn't want to be a reactive parent and respond when they pushed my buttons so I had to work on it and focus on it and one of the big epiphanies I had regarding it is children pushing our buttons is actually a very important thing for them now, as adults, it doesn't make any sense to us. It's like, why are you deliberately trying to provoke us? Are you deliberately trying to make me angry? And the answer is yes, they are. And it's a very good reason as to why they do this. You see, I want you to think about this logically. We are, on average height, around sort of 5'7", 5'8", 5'9", or in the new money, it's about 1.75 metres. So we're fairly tall in comparison to a little person. They generally come up to like our thigh, our hip, um, a bit old, uh, taller if they're older. And in regards to us, they're considerably weaker they're considerably more vulnerable. They're less able to look after themselves. They can't shop. They can't cook. They can't generally clean. They can't do a lot of the things needed to maintain themselves. So they rely on us a lot. Now, when you're reliant on people, one of the big things that's very disappointing is when they let you down. They promise to do something and they don't do it. So Think about the times in your life when you've been let down, when people promise certain things and they don't follow through. You feel a, a great degree of disappointment and you wonder if you can rely on those people again. And our children are exactly the same. They need to know that we're reliable. They need to know that we are able to provide them with a sense of security, a sense of certainty, a certain sense of my world is dependable, it's something I can rely on, and the people that are in control of it 
I know they actually have my best um, senses of security. I can't think of a good word at the moment, but they have our, their sense of being safe at the forefront of their mind. So if you're one of these parents, and unfortunately these parents are in our world, they change their rules regularly, they snap, they yell, they scream, they belittle, they put down. This creates an environment where a child feels very unsure, very unsafe, and they don't know if they're going to be attacked from one minute to the next. Therefore, they don't feel safe. Now, for the kids that are winding us up, they are testing to see if we are able to be calm, predictable, patient. We can create an environment where they feel safe. Now, you're probably thinking, you know, this is all a bit of rubbish here, Wayne. However, this thing has been proven in studies again and again. If a child does not get attention that is of quality, they will seek to get any attention they can, even if it's from misbehaving. So it's a two-pronged approach that they have. If they're not getting attention, they try to get bad attention because any attention is better than none. It's also to test us. So if we as parents provide our children with positive attention so we're not lost on our phone or busy talking to other people and ignoring them, if they get quality time with us, and our boundaries are firm, we stay calm, we're not losing our, our cool and blowing it. If we behave in these manners, our children know that my boundaries are not going to move. They know that I'm calm, I'm dependable, I can ensure that they are safe physically, emotionally, mentally, and all of that. So therefore, they don't need to push my buttons anymore. So when my boys were very young, one of the things I made sure to do was to say to them, if this is the rule today, it's the rule every day. And that applies to all of us, not just you as little people. It applies to myself as well. So if I kept saying to my boys, you need to use your manners, I made sure that when we were out or I was talking to them, they saw me using manners. Therefore, they knew that was the rule. That's what was expected. Everyone has to follow it. So these sorts of things gave my boys very firm boundaries, very certain uh, expectations in their life. They knew that they could rely on me. Um, they knew that if they were in trouble, they could phone me. And even if it was two, three o'clock in the morning, which has happened, I would be in the car within minutes and driving to get to them. So they knew that not only when they were with me, they were safe, even when they weren't with me, they were safe. So therefore, they didn't need to try and push my buttons. Even as they approached being teenagers, where traditionally they tend to be a little bit of a loose cannon, shall we say? Even though that was coming and it was the typical response of teenagers, I made sure that they knew what was going to happen. They knew that was what was going to 
be going through their heads and their physiology and everything like that. And they also knew what my responses would be. And I followed up with those responses so that they didn't feel the need to rebel or push my buttons or see how far they could take it or all this sort of stuff. So as they were growing, I didn't have a lot of problems. Now, I know some people do, and a large part of that is that they don't create an environment where the child feels absolutely safe. So that was it for today's episode. I just wanted to talk about that briefly. Um, As usual, I try to keep them very quick and simple. Uh, If you know of anyone you feel will benefit from hearing this, please pass it on to them. I'm trying to help as many people as I can here. So once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for growing my podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you get notified every time I release an episode. I tried to do three a week. Sometimes things in life go a little bit askew and I miss one or two. I always catch up though. So with that in mind, again, thank you for listening. Look after yourselves and remember, here's to a good life.